Hey, welcome to What the Fumble. This is David. I play Lustra, the surprisingly soft copper dragonborn boy of this D&D 5e campaign. He's so naive he believes in children's stories like the Bagman, which I, for one, think silly things like that are giving Lustra an edge in the domains of dread in some twisted way. Even our own items are dreadful. If you want to keep up to date on how our campaign descends into madness, you can check us out on all of the usual social medias at WTFumblePod, and if you donate to our Patreon, you can add your own fumble to our fumble table. Get to know Colin, Soby, Miles, Adam, Justin, and I as we do different things on WTFAQ and get early access to episodes. Anyways, as we look at those spheres, we continue our theme of looking at things with episode 12, Through the Looking Glasses. about you but i know i know we dealt with all of those weird crystal balls but i can't get those hands out of my head like all i can think of is like just an army of things from the adams family swarm of zombie (laughs) limbs yeah Yeah. and it had that little like ringing bell as a as like a sound effect when it was like crawling (laughs) along so just imagining them all just cutely just crawling up Slash's legs oh yeah yeah (laughs) you took like five bludgeoning damages of canapes as they were shoving him down your throat (laughs) nah man i got master hand and crazy hand vibes from like super smash brothers oh man yeah okay and they're doing all the comical like shooting you know gun shooting and stuff all the hand references i Uh, like it (laughs) it would have been great if it was that hand from legend of zelda that comes down grabs you and then yeah there's another one oh son of a Gun. That would have been great. Floor masters as well. They were also the same hand things as well, but you had wall masters that came down like this, and the floor masters were on the floor, but that's Zelda things. Miles reached uh, reached down from the ceiling there. Soby, give me a good hand reference. (laughs) Uh, uh, Guess we watched like Gremlins. That was a good movie. Oh, that that was... Another adorable. No, absolutely. No, it's just like (laughs) how the hell? How the hell do you guys have so many hand references? Okay, listen, listen. The only other hand reference I have is is the hand model from Zoolander. That's it. Come on, all I got. We only have so many on hand. Uh, Thumbs down to that joke. Good. I like the complete 180. Have you seen Gremlins? (laughs) They're also adorable things in the movie that torn. Actually, well, Adam's family wasn't horrible at all. Like Adam's family is a great movie. Hoor. Wait, hor- uh, huh, huh. I'm great Horror. at pronouncing Good at talking. I'm the yeah. best. We like listening to yeah. horror. 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 <laughs> Thank you, press, Colin Mockery. Press <laughs> and the Ryan digitation. Styles. Oh, there is that. Yeah, that, that's a good uh, Who's Line reference. Exactly. Yeah. Horror. horror. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's a good one. It's a yeah. f- interesting show the sound of the bird makes the sound of our next band uh do you know what bird it is an arctic turn oh yeah, what sound does that make hey tapioca no no it's backstreet boys <laughs> oh that's right yeah 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 i don't know just that's uh it's an interesting show 
It's yeah. an interesting show. It's like 99% horrible, and then every once in a while, they just fucking nail a line. <laughs> it's like three good ones per season. Pretty, yeah, <laughs> most man, of it is just like, oh, God, this is... Oh, it's yeah. throw shit, see what sticks the, the TV show. That's Pretty it. Much. And that's they're it. the best of the best, and that's why nobody came to my improv shows. That's, that is as good as improv gets. Yeah. <laughs> 1% <Yeah>. funny. Uh, <laughs> I sure am glad we're doing a D and D podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I came prepped. I don't know about you guys, but I came prepped, somewhat prepped. Well, speaking of one percent of shit working out, let's see what happens with this episode. Yeah, oh. I think I guess we left off. I I was questioning if you guys remember, Salash had kind of walked off into oh, the next yeah. room uh, to. As none of you realize, he's had a little conversation, but. He walked off in the other room, checked out the boneless, came back in this room you're in now, the room full of crystal balls, the surveillance room, and essentially suggested that you guys stick around for another night. Seems to be under the impression that if you knock the entire surveillance system out right now, which it's not a bad idea, but once that happens, Solash's buddy seems to feel like there's not any going back after that point. So choose your timing carefully, is the advice from your buddy, Salash. Uh, Tess is the only one who kind of knows that there's a second voice involved, right? You've never told any of the other characters. So I'm curious to know how Tess feels when Salash walks into the room Just talking with reason. A, like a total 180? Yeah. <laughs> Just went and did some soul searching staring at that boneless. You ever see gremlins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as I'm not sure what... Tess is feeling because like the first my first reaction is the guy who got his arm chopped off last time we tried to get a long rest in just comes in suggesting yeah let's stay another night it'll be fine what could what could possibly go wrong um yeah so I guess upon hearing that suggestion Tess would just chime in after that and say what makes you think that staying another night would give us any benefit I mean, look at what happened to you. Who's... What are we going to lose next? It's difficult to run away if you don't have a leg. That is why I made the suggestion, because if there's anybody who would object to staying another night, it should be me. But this is why I made the suggestion. So that way we could have a consensus, because while might not having a leg is one thing, we know that Dr. Rayner is now dead, therefore amputations are less likely to happen. And over and above that... Given our current state, we would all likely die in the event of an escape. Staying another night, especially armed with the information that we have, might still be the most beneficial and highest chance of success. I don't disagree with him. And it's not like we're about to get gassed. Assuming they keep a schedule, we have many hours. Still pretty early in the day. Yeah, you got about an hour and a half at this point after you'd this point, you've spent a decent amount of time in the surveillance room thinking about what's going on, trying to make a, a plan. So you got a, a healthy hour and a half before yard time shows up. So it's, it's what, it's about 10.30? Yeah. The gas. It has to come from somewhere. Like, it, it can't just be... I mean, I guess it, it could be magically enchanted and sent in, but, I mean, I have never been magically put to sleep ever myself either so once we get fed for dinner assuming they keep the schedule that erasmus has given us we have two hours 
to investigate and uh, try to stop that. And really, that means an hour and 50 minutes after uh, Slash hopefully has a chance to see if it is magical in nature, or at least the system distributing it is. I would think it's not magical, and I can attest to this because I did this when we first entered the first cell. I don't... Oh, I I completely don't disagree, but perhaps there's things blocking the way, which we have the chance to uh, take out of the way. Or again, we are in a domain of dread. Therefore, vampires can do backflips in the sun. Slash sort of lowers his head as if to nod in agreement and, and bows an arm. I suppose that makes the most sense. Otherwise, we could shirts versus skins this volleyball game and take all of the vampires out. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to wait until the the end of the day to do anything else, right? We still have about an hour and a half, two hours before yard time comes. We can spend that time clearing up this place, maybe bind our wounds in our room, pretend that we haven't been anywhere. I mean, it's... A long shot, but it's worth a try. I mean, we killed an orderly, and they only and they basically just let us have the run of the place anyway. So yes, he's over there, most of him, <laughs> everything but his bones. So let's go and cover our tracks now, the best we can, and head back to our cell. That's step one. Hmm. I, I think would... Merlin's gonna give some pushback here because he certainly, perhaps it's because he's been pushed in a corner before, but he feels. Like, we've already bit off way more than we can chew, and it's might as well go all the way and try and find out where Van Richten is, like, right now, through these orbs, before going back anywhere. is like, well, we know he's here. We know what cell he's in. The big problem is going to that cell and having, unfortunately, one of these other nine go- telling the doctor what's going on. Whereas if we wait an hour and a half, we can find him in the yard. Wait, hold on. How do we know what cell he's in? I point up the map of that Erasmus put with from the, the first from the first, from the first night? night. Yeah. Uh, and let and well, why do you think that he's still there? Well, if that is one with surveillance, I get the feeling this system is very elaborate, so it'd be very hard to change it on a night's notice. And even if they put him in another cell, the fact that we didn't find him on the first day when everybody had yard time means. Chances are he has yard time. Push comes the shove. We go back. They ignore us. We have the chance to rest up and bandage our wounds, and then we make another escape. Or if we have the time to go to the yard, we can actually see what their schedule is, what their strengths are, how they treat people, talk to people other than us. Merlin just kind of like chuckles to himself. There's no way you think we're making it out to yard time. And them not knowing what we've done here. There's no amount of cleanup that we're going to do to fix that door. Clean up, you know, Dr. Rayner. I know he's in the bag of holding, but still. They're going to know he's gone. I've I just ass- don't see a way out. It's, it's all or nothing. I've been assuming they know exactly what we've done from the moment we've arrived. Not only on this island, from on that damnable boat. We are not prisoners. We are not guests. We are experiments and toys we are apparatus in a lab. Slash looks to Lenara and says, and for once, I think we could agree. I'm agreeing with the snake man. We've all gone mad. Hmm. Well, there's maybe one other thing. 
you said that you could give a connection to um, Dr. Heinfroth when you were like in that observation area? It, it felt like I could write a mental letter to him and give it to him, but he couldn't give one to me. Okay. It felt like a one-way communication. And we know that Van Richten's cell is being observed. Yeah. You don't know that. We assume that because his son assumed that, I guess. The only place you know for sure that's being watched, I think, would be the uh, the treatment room that Slash lost his arm in. Uh, you remember that was watched, and you now know that the eastern door of the manor is watched. Those are two. Those things you know are connected to orbs. So I guess we... Can't, so we can't know for sure if Van Richten is being watched, because if we if he was, then potentially we could go make a kerfuffle in his room, like shout through the door and give false information. At the very least, have a one up there. But that. Did you hear anything through the orb or was it purely visual? That's a good question. Uh, did I hear anything when I was in that funny state? Uh, the room was empty, so it's kind of, you know, I guess you're probably not really sure. There was no one in the room talking to, for you to, to really judge. Yeah. But I mean, Slash carried a conversation on with Dr. Heinfroth when he was in the uh, other room. That's true. But at the same time, I have no way of, of knowing if Dr. Heinfroth was in the room or not in the room, because my head was bound. I was staring straight at a ceiling. He could have been in the room. I don't know. Crap. And it could have been a different mechanism altogether from what we're, you know, experimenting with here and what happened in that room. Not really a way to know. End of the day, I feel That's like we should, all, we should all go to the yard, see if we can't acquire more information, um, and make our bets based on that. See where people are. Like I said, information is going to be king here. Uh, then eventually we rest up, get our spell slots back, find Van Richting, get the heck out of Dodge. Merlin feels like we've got a we still got time to burn before yard duty and it'd be be a real waste if to you know to leave now without looking through at least one more. So you know, regardless of what y'all are saying, he's he's gonna try and go into the matrix and look into an orb right now. Push someone out of the way. I'm gonna yeah. Yep, play peekaboo with one of these guys and I can we attempt to take him down Merlin Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna try to stop Merlin? No one can stop Merlin. No, no, stop. no one can stop Merlin. You might be able to slow him down a little bit. But then... <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I feel all better now. So I was going to say, yeah, the only person who probably could would be the dragon. Loose for dragon pushing for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like, hey, hey, I came out of that a bit foggy, but man, I feel great. So you should do another one then. I'd like to give all of these people. I think we're past armor. that point, Merlin. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think we're past that point, buddy. <laughs> so you push another body out of the way. I do. And the same thing happens as last time. This body starts to convulse so violently that you can hear its spine break. And this person dies after a few moments of being disconnected from this crystal ball. And you and your big old lemon head sit in front of this thing and take a peek. Oh, take yeah. Take a little peek, <laughs> yeah, huh? Like a jeweler in a pawn shop, just all up in that thing. Roll me a, a D10. A D10. Is this it? Yeah. Oh, please be the number we need. An eight. An eight. Holy fuck. <gasps> 
<laughs> the lavatory. You see Dr. Heinfroth. <laughs> it's, it's the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Trying on lacy underwear. <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Heinfroth. <laughs> oh, you lucky fuck. You lucky son of a bitch. You're about to get a lot of questions. You're going to answer the sound question, too, here, I think, because oh, yeah. you hear some people talking. Ooh. First of all, you see a bedroom, a very nice bedroom. It is, there's a nice wardrobe against the wall, a bunch of expensive, you know, like pieces of art and a bunch of bookshelves full of books, a beautiful bedroom. Right in the middle of it is the most intricately carved black wooden coffin you have ever seen. And off to the side, there is a big, big wooden desk with like a high-backed leather chair behind that desk. And sitting in that chair is who you can only assume must be Dr. Hindfroth. He looks just as human as the rest of the crew of the Mercy did. He's wearing these very, like, Victorian-style clothes, right? It's very, uh... A puffy shirt, is yeah, that you're saying? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's got the... He's rocking a poofy white shirt. Like, you've never seen anyone rock a poofy white shirt. Soby looks so smug right now. So smug. <laughs> killing, killing it I with his poofy white shirt. Feel it from across the table. He is talking to who you recognize as Captain Baker... Captain Baker is also in the room. He's kind of standing at attention in front of the desk that Hindfroth is sitting at. And you kind of come in towards the, you know, you come in towards the middle of the conversation. It's Captain Baker's voice you hear first. says, uh, I say, ship, yeah, it can be ready tomorrow night if need. We can do tomorrow night. And there's no problem. And Hindfroth because who doesn't love when the DM just talks to himself in different voices? <laughs> I'm Hein Froth, right? Collins, that's the only reason you show up. Right? <laughs> hein Froth says, Ah, that is very good, Captain Baker. That is very good. I am, sh- I am very confident that Dr. Van Richten's state is is sufficiently reduced for his transport. You will be bringing him back to our benefactor tomorrow night, then? You are confident you can make this happen? Captain Baker kind of nods. says, this is very good, very good. Uh, I do regret to have to send him off in any any other circumstance. I would have delighted in bringing his mind to complete catatonia. He is such an intelligent man. But those you have brought to me seem to be sufficiently intelligent as well, save perhaps the one with the lemon head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, roasted. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure he he tried to lie about it, but I'm positive he runs straight into all brick on nose. All right, yeah, again, that's fair. I, I get it. I'm not offended. Is Merlin going to touch it? 
Merlin, are you gonna take that? <laughs> Merlin's just gonna shout at Hindfroth like... right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the con- how long the, the four of you in the room after Merlin kind of goes catatonic staring into this crystal ball, how long do you give it before you? Do you try to rip Merlin away? We've got time. Um, how long was Lustra out? I'm guessing you guys probably gave him a minute or two before you started getting worried. Yeah, I feel like Slash would do the same for Merlin. Uh, yeah. Give him about the same amount of time that Lustra had, and then once once he feels like he's had enough, Lustra, I'm, um, Slash is going to go ahead and just turn his head. Yeah. And maybe it's like the perfect timing. Too much time, break neck. Just enough time, fully healed. Right? Yeah. That's what it does. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of... Slash the chiropractor. (laughs) You kind of get pulled out somewhere around that point in the conversation. Maybe the last thing you probably hear is uh, Heinfurth being like, that is very good, Captain Bacon. Now you... If you will excuse me, I'm, I must get my beauty sleep. Yeah, you know me. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try to take my eight hours away from me. <laughs> and yeah, you get kind of pulled out of, uh, of the weird scene you just witnessed. And give me a charisma saving throw, sir. Sure thing. Damn it, Justin. Now I love the person torturing us and imprisoning us. <laughs> Why you got to do this? Uh, 11 total. 11 total ain't going to cut it. Ugh. Give me a D100. Sure. <laughs> Watch them roll this 72. Okay. 72? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get pulled out, you unfortunately suffer a little bit of madness. You now experience constant, uncontrollable tremors and ticks. Uh, okay. To the point that it's imposing disadvantage on all your attack rolls, ability <laughs> checks, and saving throws. Oh, no. Uh, at least the ones that involve strength and dexterity, because you're just like, you're constantly ticking. You essentially just developed. I don't know is that. Does Tourette's make you actually physically tick? I don't think yes. so. Does yes, it? it can. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah sometimes. Like it's an extreme right. form yeah. of that. Sure. Yeah. Heavy ticks. All right. Oh. oh, boy. So there you go. But. You now know another room that's being watched. I can't believe that's actually... I've, I've got it written right here if no one believes me. But yeah. the, the eight is Heinfroth's bedroom. I, I assume his, his tics are just him nodding the entire time, agreeing to everything they've said about his lemon head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a very, very smug and cold-looking Merlin just kind of looks up at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, with a with a smile on his face and teeth chattering, he tells you that uh, uh, everything that he heard. So he tells you that the mercy is leaving tomorrow, and that Heinfroth is you know reluctantly sending Van Richten on the mercy tomorrow as well, shipping him off somewhere. Doesn't really know where, but he's leaving tomorrow, and uh, that Heinfroth is also going to sleep right now, if that means anything to any of us. Tomorrow night specifically, right? Too. Yeah, mercy is. Ready to leave tomorrow night, if need be. He also called me stupid. Said all, <laughs> said all of you guys were smart, so. <laughs> Slash just sort of, you know, does that, you know, meh kind of thing, where he just sort of, you know, kind of nods. Um, see, I feel great, and Merlin is so energized, he can't stop moving. Like, Oh, yeah, I definitely feel great. Yeah, not as good as you, but no, this sucks. This is terrible. I <laughs> cannot it would seem control his spine is almost 
breaking repeatedly and you feel great. It seems like two opposites of the same spectrum. Maybe he was just in a bit too long. Maybe I got just the right dosage. Maybe he's <laughs> close to ODing, that's all. So what's the plan now? I mean, you guys have now... Oh, yeah, that's... That's a bomb. You've killed two-tenths of the surveillance system at this point. What time is it? It's about after that. You know, you've got a little over an hour at this point before yard time shows up. So around 11 o'clock is when Heinfroth goes to sleep. There we go. He needs his eight hours. Potentially. Potentially. And he'd have to be up before eight o'clock because that's when the gas happens and that's when he does his playtime. Potentially. I'm, I'm writing that down anyway. A lot of potentials. Wakes up at 7. 11 o'clock? Maybe, maybe has a little bath. Okay. Surabadaki and then... Now we have about an hour. So if we want to take a short rest before the next people come down, we have to start now. I would also like to take Merlin's dagger, put it in the hand of the one he just moved. That way, the one that has a stab wound in its neck... There's at least slightly more pl- plausible deniability than us. Now, granted, one of the this might be one of the rooms that are watched, but one of these people definitely has. Well, I mean, if this is a room that is watched, they already know what we did. Well, they think we're intelligent. Let's what shove if, that in their face. What if it's proved took, wrong? <laughs> what if we took Rainer's body out of the bag of holding, gave him the dagger, left the spine that he was suckling on, and in this room? A much better idea. And then he died of guilt. <laughs> <laughs> and fire and spears. I suppose and he is decapitated. <laughs> a sword. So it sounds like you guys want to cover your tracks uh, as best you can in this room. Maybe kind of make it look like Rainer was involved in, in these murders. What's the plan beyond that, though? That's easy enough to do. I'm not going to make you guys roll anything there. Yard time, baby. Yeah, I don't think we have a choice but to like kind of go back to our cell and pretend like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kind of wait. Go back to your cell. Yeah, yep. just kind of in about an hour and a half before yard time. Um, mm-hmm. let's use twenty minutes to clean up and then take a short rest, just in case there's like bare knuckle boxing in the yard. <laughs> this is all assuming you guys get invited to yard time. That is all. Well, that's it too. If we're not invited to yard time, then we have six more hours of certainly do other. Bef- of well, eight more hours of pre-gas time. Mm-hmm. Great. So yep. that's the plan. Back to back to your cell. Uh, Merlin will suggest a very jittery Merlin will suggest <laughs> we you know we have to find Van Richten now. It might be worth looking in one more orb. See maybe maybe if he's in his cell or not. No no you had enough. Maybe tomorrow I could take <laughs> I could take one more. Just one more, man. Just one more, man. Yeah. Just one more. Um, one more hit. <laughs> Do you have any bardic inspos left? I have one bardic inspo left. Oh. I don't want to leave one more corpse though. Also, Heinfroth said that Van Richten was sufficiently reduced. Or something along those lines. Yeah, uh, he said he'd he'd like to get a more catatonic, but uh, we're we're gonna we're sufficient enough. And was sending him back to his benefactor. Right, whatever that means. That's a big word for Merlin. <laughs> he said he said uh, he'll be deliver, delivering him to our our benefactor, implying that there's a someone has commissioned Doctor Heinfroth to deal with Doctor Van Richten. Probably Azalyn Rex. Which means they don't want Van Richten dead. 
which means somebody above our pay grade. And the uh, the crew of the Mercy said they came from Darkon. They're not from here. Clearly, they can get back and forth. Well, Van Richten was researching the fractioning of Darkon. Mm-hmm. Van Richten was sent here to be changed, dealt with, messed with in his head. So who... Would that would it make sense that some whoever is Doctor Heinfroth's benefactor would not want the fractioning to stop? De- doesn't want it figured out. Uh, wh- I I don't know what that how that helps us I if know. it's true. Well, they are prisons of the Dark Lords that uh, that effectively it's a it's like locking your child in a room full of candy. Uh, it seems so. Would Aslan Rex want his land broken up? Is my question. Well, I mean, that's also a question for Dr. Van Richten, probably. Know, right? Well, shall we head I back to the cell to have this conversation? Would it be worth, on our way back, just knocking on the door of Van Richten? Would it be worth it, or do we not want to cause any waves? Well, we can be seen and now heard. Well, out of character. I mean, if they're letting us do this much while being watched, right? If they are watching us, like, w- would it hurt to just write another note? Tell them, hey, you're going to get kidnapped tomorrow again. Slide that under his door. Leave Sounds a like a plan. Objections? Maybe, yeah. no. maybe even, like, knock on the door. See if he responds this time. He might not have been in his cell. He might have been getting mind banged. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mind fucked. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> better. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> We've got the explicit. It's fine. Thanks for fixing that. <laughs> Any golly gosh darn time. Mind right. made love. So, to recap, sounds like bit of cleanup, stop by Van Richten's cell, and then step back to our cell in time for your yard duty. Yeah. I like it. As far as cleanup goes, like I'm not make us... Uh, roll and and you know spend too much time on that you you do the best job that you possibly can with the mending spell and press the digitation and you just, you just do what you can it sounds like lenara does the best job she can and everybody cheers her on <laughs> well i mean Sorry, yeah I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to imply yeah i guess if you don't want to do you're that you're welcome guys oh no i want to do that you're just <laughs> Mad because I said prestidigitation so easily. <laughs> yeah. Super he is. He is. He's a little upset about it. <laughs> I've got it spelt phonetically five times and I still can't say it. I mean, do you want a visual of Merlin missing the dustpan with a broom, like <laughs> repeatedly? Yes, I do. That sounds <laughs> fantastic. Oh, shit, <laughs> just you know, keeps dropping it or shaking it. But yeah, cleanup wise, assuming that Lenar is uh, taking care of most of that, we can we can do that without any rolling. They're all cantrips, so you got you know, Lenar does as best she can. Talk to me about Van Richten's cell. Are we all going? Mm, good question. So Lash is just going to go back to the cell. Sure. He's not interested in seeing Van Richten at this point. He's interested in investigating the cell, especially where the gas comes out. But we'll, right. we'll approach that when we get to I it. I like it. Merlin feels pretty invested at this point. I think he's going to Merlin's go to... going to see Van Richten. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lustra, keeping with the buddy system, is going to go with Salash. Okay. And uh, Tess goes on the Van Richten hike. Sure. Um, all right, so... Lenara? No, 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 oh, no, Van Richten, there. for sure. <laughs> okay. If everybody's going Van Richten, she's going Van Richten. Okay. Or Lenara's going to go full Ram- Rambo, run up into the kitchen. Yeah. Spells blazing. No? Okay, that's Van it. Yeah. 
Gets a bandana on. Rickton's cell go three of you. Mm -hmm. What are you doing when you get there? Oh, I'm not writing the notes. I'm too dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Heinfroth agrees. (laughs) (laughs) That and I doubt anything you could write would be legible. (laughs) All right, easy now. So chicken scratch. <laughs> ah, oh no! The last time there was a chicken person in here it didn't end well. Oh no! Um, do we want to just try to talk? Boneless Merlin, sorry, I'm distracted. Uh, uh, Lenar, is there hello in Abyssal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says hello in Abyssal. Gorbag. Yeah. Uh, you hear a voice come from the other. Side of the door. There's someone there. If it's... I thought you folks kept to a tight schedule. I told you yesterday I have no interest in your volleyball tournament. (laughs) Leave me be. (laughs) Uh, Lenara will say in common... I don't know, sir. I'm an amazing setter, and I've seen your spiking, and it is amazing. She'll kick the um, slit down at the bottom of the uh, door open and slide in the Almirage horn she was sent to retrieve. Mic drop. You hear the same voice. What is this? Am I supposed to eat this thing? I don't know. You sent me for it. Who? Have we met? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's Lenara. Her name's Lenara. (laughs) 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 Slash's ears perk up. Uh, did you hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Lenara, is it? I don't think think I've ever heard that name before. I must ask you then, Lenara, have you seen my glasses? I can't. Someone keeps putting these strange notes in my room full of gibberish and I can't read a damn thing they say. Has anyone seen my glasses? I'm sorry, sir. You did not teach me Braille yet. Um, I would assume that's the six-month course. Uh, Do you know if they would be keeping your glasses somewhere? Obviously, they must be. I can't find them at all. Uh, (laughs) That's fair. Uh, I'm sorry. Who are you? I think I heard more than one voice out there. Uh, well, you heard Merlin, Merlin Carlisle. You don't know me. We haven't met, but Carlisle. you seem very important, sir. And we're here to we're here to retrieve you. Ah, yes, I'm. Yeah, I suppose I've been considered important by some. My name is Doctor Rudolph Van Richten. It is a pleasure to meet you, Merlin Carlisle. Ah, uh, yes, and I I'm joined again by Lanara, whom you should know, and uh, another Lenara. one named Tess Desantis. Tess, is it? Oh, yes. yes uh, have any of you seen my glasses? Uh, no, Doctor. We have we have not seen your glasses. We are merely prisoners, like your like yourself. They can't find them anywhere. They might be the prize for the volleyball tournament. Tess is looking very, very concernedly at Linara right now. Well, I look like everybody else because I'm wearing a rope. <laughs> <laughs> have any of Great, you? Great. Moving like, on. Have any of you peeked in the food hole? I thought Lenara might have... Yeah, I think yeah. I thought so too, but I'm just no, making sure. No, I kicked it in, and I was going to present my face, and then he said that, and now she's standing here crestfallen. Okay, well, I'm going to... I'm gonna. Merlin's going to try and blurt out the important stuff before <laughs> someone comes for us. 
doctor, it is important that you know that someone is uh, coming to get you tomorrow. Tomorrow night, you're going aboard the Mercy again and uh, taken somewhere else. I'm sorry. Who? Have you seen my glasses? Uh, what did you say your names were? Ooh. Uh, Merlin Carlyle. <laughs> Carlyle. Kind of big deal. In Waterdeep. I don't recognize the name. Yeah, that's not important. What is important is that you're going to be taken again tomorrow night. Taken again? Where would I possibly go? Back to that wretched room they keep bringing me to every night? I've had quite an... Oh, here they are. And they're my glasses. And he seems to have found his glasses. Maybe they were on his head. (laughs) They were on my head the whole time. Oh... He's catatonic and he's an idiot. (laughs) 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 Do you know where you are right now? Oh, yes, yes. Wait a minute. None of you are orderlies, are you? Sure we are. I don't believe so. Whoever you people are, you're clearly not... Damn it, where did my glasses just go? Oh, no. (laughs) I had them just a moment ago. Oh, they're in my hand. There they are. (laughs) Oh. Whoever you people are, you're clearly not orderlies. I won't have any of it. So perhaps we can work together then to escape this wretched domain we're in. You know where... (laughs) Do you know we're in Dominia? Dominia, yes, yes. Between you and me, what was your name again? Tessantius. Tessantius. Have you seen my glasses? <laughs> Have you checked the bridge of your nose? Ah, oh, yes, there they are. Quite so. Very well done, Tessantius. Ah, oh, well, I've been told I was very perceptive. Well, between me and you, I believe we're in a den of vampires. <gasps> Cerebral vampires. Go some on. The, some of the most dangerous creatures in existence. Much different than your typical vampire. T- uh, I'm sorry, what was your name again? Ah, uh, Tessantius. Ah, uh, Tessantius. Have you seen my glasses, young lady? <laughs> um, are you, are you currently cleaning them on the corner of your shirt? Ah, so I am. Ah, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel, it's nice to feel like you're helpful, you know? Well, you're certainly working out just fine. Pleasure to have met you. Slash sneezes. (laughs) Uh, Doctor, it's uh, Merlin Carlyle. You mentioned an escape plan, perhaps? Yes, yes, yes. It will not be easy, for you see, these are not like your typical vampire. They feed on spinal and cerebral fluids. They are... Horribly dangerous, instead of draining the life from their victims, they are capable of draining their intelligence. They can leave you completely catatonic if they desire with one bite to your skull. Damn it, where are those glasses? Uh, top of your head again, sir. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> Glad to be of help. Thank now, you. Yes. Uh, yes, we, uh, we had, we've seen these vampires and what they can do, and, uh, that's why we're here to see you. So, again, the escape plan? Ah, yes, well, we'll have to be very smart about the whole thing. You see, these cerebral vampires, they, they don't care about the sunlight, they care nothing about running water, they're extremely intelligent, but they do have their weaknesses. Go on. I shall, as soon as I locate my glasses. I can't seem to have 
color of your shirt, sir. Ah, of course. Should have looked there to begin with. <laughs> How foolish of me. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, a smart way of escaping, and you said that they have weaknesses, these ah, vampires. Ah, yes, cerebro vampires. They have weaknesses indeed. What was your name? Merlin Carlos. Ah, pleasure to have met you. Uh, likewise. You see, being that these cerebral vampires are creatures of high intelligence, they value the clarity of the mind above all else. They require sleep, eight hours of it every day. Without it, their mind becomes cloudy, and they are all but useless. Oh, and alcohol. Ah. They despise it. Smash a bottle of booze on one of them, and it'll have the same effect as radiant magic and their regeneration. They cannot stand to be inebriated or tired. Their, their very existence requires their mind to be clear and sharp at all times. Has anyone seen my glasses? Someone else want to get this one? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, we just start pockets? pointing at points. Breast pocket? Mm, no, no. Other breasts, sir. Oh, there they are. <laughs> Thank you. Teamwork. I go for a high five. Uh, val very valuable information, doctor. Again. Yes. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, I'm, I've been planning an escape for days. My best thought so far is to escape while this Dr. Heinfroth is sleeping. Like all the others, he will require his eight hours of sleep. Find out when that happens. Approximately. Actually, I will. Now that I know he has his glasses, I'll write uh, 11 to 7 in um, abyssal and slide it underneath. In abyssal? In abyssal. This is what gibberish is this written in? I will try infernal. Same response. You get the impression that he yeah. actually, like, he legit does not understand these languages anymore. Oh my god. Um, it's not registering. It's not easy. Get the idea. He's not putting on a show. He legit does not yeah. remember how to speak mm -hmm. those languages. Uh, do you remember how to write in common? Are you the one that was putting gibberish notes under my door? This is it's, the same handwriting as the other gibberish it's, notes. Um, oh. It's... Uh, Yes, her name's Lenara. Lenara. Yeah. It's a pleasure to meet you, Lenara. Have you seen my glasses? It's a pleasure to meet several times. Your favorite place to actually put them is in your back right pocket because it means you won't knock them over when you cast spells. Ah, yes, there they are. I should stop putting them there. If I sit down, I could break them. Yes, well, you're a busy man and rarely sit down. Uh, you should probably know, Doctor, that Heinfroth is actually going to sleep right now. Oh, is that? I'm sorry. Who are you? Merlin Carlyle. Ah, yeah. pleasure to have met you, Merlin Carlyle. <laughs> At this point, you hear this shuffling inside the cell as Van Richten seems to kind of like crawl his way to the food slot to look out of it to get a look at you guys. It's hard to tell with all these robes and masks you're all wearing, but has anyone ever told you you have a head shaped quite like a citrus fruit? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... It, it might it might be my chin poking out from under the mask, but <laughs> yes, yes, I have heard that. But besides the point, uh, you wanted to escape when Heinfroth was sleeping, and as I've just told you, Heinfroth is asleep. And, yes, yes. And we now know what these uh, 
disgusting creatures are, are weak to. That is a very important piece of information. Important to determine when he sleeps. I propose we make our escape during those hours. Your toupee, though, the way it sits on top of that little nub, it's really gives you the impression of... It's like a lemon, tall, not wide. <laughs> yes, and uh, uh, ripe as ever, Doctor. And I assure you it's not a toupee, just uh, <laughs> merely a bald spot and choice haircut. <laughs> but again, that's besides the point and completely unnecessary. Uh, well, how about would you, tomorrow, perhaps, around this time we make our escape, if you're, if you're down to sleep another night? Yes, the sooner the better. I, but perhaps right now. <laughs> I yes, I suppose if you feel up for it, I will admit I, I do not feel like myself as. Uh, Doctor Van Richten. Ah, uh, hello. My name is Tessantius Talendril. Tessantius, it's a pleasure to have met you. Well, likewise. Um, do you remember if there is any way of? healing from the intellect drain that these vampires have. Ah, no doubt enough rest could perhaps do the trick. The magics of a high-level cleric. Ah, wait. Well, we have plenty of those, definitely. Ah, shoot. I'm afraid I can't remember all the details. I know there were some spells that can deal with such things if uh, what were the words? Uh, I, if I could only... Uh, he kind of mumbles to himself. I can't remember the words of the spell, unfortunately. Have you seen my glasses? I think they're on the floor right by the food slot. Huh. I you... suppose I dropped them earlier. Well, Thank your you. face was very close to it, so... That's understandable. If we are going to try to escape together, however, we... We must be absolutely sure of this window of opportunity. We, I can't imagine Heinfroth would make it easy for us to, to try a second time. So when the time does come for escape, I suggest we are all ready and prepared for it. Well, uh, certainly <laughs> we don't have any idea or plan on how we're going to leave this island. I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> uh, uh, Kyle Merlisle. Ah, oh, pleasure to have met you, Kyle Merlisle. <laughs> uh, a pleasure is mine. Uh, yes, so as I was saying, uh, we don't have our own ship, really, so we're kind of stuck here. Uh, any ideas on how we can traverse the waters? Oh, the waters are the least of our concerns. We'll have to traverse the mists to leave this damned place. Do you know the best way to do that from here? To traverse the mists? Yes. Run straight for them and hope for the best. That's always been your way. Hmm. Sounds like we'll have to steal a ship. Ah, yes, that would that would avoid a lot of swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Swim straight for them and hope for the best. Well, good doctor, our, our hope then is that the mercy is still uh, where it is docked. Yes, perhaps so. Perhaps so. My neck, my only other suggestion would be to, well, if you could somehow convince Heinfroth to not sleep, or if you could somehow booze him all up, then perhaps 
He would be put out of commission. Aside from that, I see no other way but to escape, try to escape while he is sleeping. But rest assured, a place like this will have surveillance. We'll have to find and deal with that as well. Do the vampires have all other senses they would have had in human life? I'm sorry, who are you again? I am Stiletto. It's a pleasure to have met you, Stiletto. Have you seen my glasses? I have seen them... And you're still looking through them right now. They're still on your face. Oh, so they are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many of these can we do? I can keep. I can do this all day. I can keep this up for hours. Man, this is hilarious. This would be tragic if it wasn't so funny. This is, uh, this is hilarious and depressing. Depraarious. Right. Depraarious. All right, we'll give him that as a name next ah, time. Ah, Depraarious. A pleasure to have met you, Depraarious. A pleasure indeed. Have you seen my glasses, Depraarious? <laughs> Uh, Wearing them on the back of your head, sort of like, so you have, like, a face on the back of your head as well as the front. Oh, yes. Why did I put them on like that? How to strange. Look really, to look really cool, I think. Huh. <laughs> well, Doctor, just one final uh, point I want to get across. Yeah, I'm sorry. Who are you? Uh, Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> pleasure to have met you, Judge Judy. Uh, again, pleasure is mine. Uh, yard, uh, yard time is uh, approaching shortly, and ah, yes. uh, I think... Uh, it would be to our benefit if we perhaps maybe continued this conversation outside, or at least you knew who we were. I'm afraid I have seen the last of my odd time. If I were to have my guess, they have, uh, as you say that, like you see him through the food hole, maybe even hear him like try to get to his feet, and he just like collapses in the process. He's like, oopsie daisy, uh, it seems as if I'm just not myself. So I may need you to carry me through uh, the ocean there, Mrs. Judy, was it? Yes, that's Judge, right. Judge Judy, yes. if you will. Yeah. I might need assistance. Okay. So in all seriousness, he like can barely walk. Something to yeah, consider. Van is fucked up. Lenara. Uh, and if, sorry, go ahead. Can Lenara reach her hand through just to see if she can hold his hand for a moment? Yeah, Absolutely. You do that and kind of like take a peek inside and like I mean you saw Van Richten like not but two months ago, and in that two months he looks like he's aged twenty years. He's lost maybe fifty pounds. He is he looks horrible. He looks like the kind of guy who spent a long time in Doctor Heinfroth's asylum. He is not in a good position. He's not in good shape at all. And you take his hand and say, oh, oh, you want to hold my hand? I thought you were trying to hand me my glasses. Have you seen those? (laughs) Uh, They're they're in your other hand, sir. Ah, there they are. Just handed them to you. Mm, Fantastic. Uh, I kind of, Merlin turns to to (laughs) someone, Ara. I think we need to maybe head back to the cell and just kind of think about all this and try to come up with a plan. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, before I go, can the the silly thing I accidentally kicked into your cell? Uh, may I have that back? What? The, the oh, uh, this yes, thing. Yes, that. Oh, yeah. He hands you back. What was that, anyhow? Yeah, strange-looking little thing. Funny little trinket of uh, someone I knew once. Mm, I see. Mm. I see. I'm sorry. What was your name, young lady? Lenara Theradain. Hmm. Pleasure to have met you, Lenara. You as well. 
Erasmus says he misses you and loves you. And she'll squeeze his hand. He, like, bats your hand away. Says, I don't know how you know that name, but you will not say it around me and again, ever. How did you hear that name? Uh, Merlin will pipe up. That, that was, that's your son, isn't it? We, he came to see us. Oh, his ghost, anyway. I don't really know how to explain it, but he told us that you were here. He seems like he gets, you can hear in his voice, and he becomes very agitated. My son has been dead for decades, and you will not talk about him around me. I know you're not orderlies, but whoever you are, I think I've had quite enough of this conversation. Have any of you seen my glasses, though, before you leave? (laughs) They, They are in your clenched fists, sir. So they are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Name of this episode is Where Are My Glasses? Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Dude, where's my glasses? This is brilliant. Okay, well... Uh. Um, that's a neat. That's a neat little bow, I think, on this bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they are. You're the sound of glass cracking. <laughs> Luckily, he's weak enough to not crush them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, how's Lenara? Uh, how's how's Adam even? Uh, Adam spent half of that scene laughing and half of that scene crying, and Lenara's. Just the crying. <laughs> if you, if uh, if actually Tess was looking and she can see the cloth clings a little wetly to her face. Mm. Definitely a sad way to be reunited. Doesn't even remember who you are. Doesn't remember how to speak abyssal, infernal. Sounds like he doesn't remember the words to his spells. You can tell just by looking at him. He's been through some shit. He's been here a while. The greatness has literally been drained out of that man. Mm-hmm. Also looked extremely stressed. But oh. like super uh, stressed. Still has his glasses, though. Well, he doesn't know that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think at Close this point by. his passive perception is like negative five. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind bang, kids. <laughs> All right, then. Ben Richton drugs only once. <laughs> but... Interestingly enough, some of the things he said kind of coincided with some of the things Salash was pushing for not too long ago. (laughs) So Uh, what you're saying is Salash has just as many good ideas as a brain-dead man. (laughs) Withered old man at that. (laughs) And even in his his condition, you do get some pretty good information out of uh, going to visit Van Richten. Cerebral vampires is what you are dealing with. Vampires, intelligence-based vampires who feed not on blood, but on cerebral and spinal fluids. They suck out your intelligence, give it to themselves. But being that they're so tied to, you know, their minds, they have to sleep. They need eight hours of sleep a day or their mind gets cloudy. And alcohol fucks them up in all kinds of ways. What we do is we open a bar, (laughs) fill it with cocaine, and these vampires are gone in a week. (laughs) But I mean, that one week where they're all on speed. Oh, that's it. (laughs) 
They won't want to bite us. Take we got over, the fix. Take over every domain of dread there is. <laughs> I mean, um, it all looked like fucking Merlin right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just forgot about that. Yeah. About your tick. Yeah, yeah about my ticks. Okay. So we're going back. Everyone's going back to, to the main cell. I think yeah. so, yeah. And at this point, you know, you've, you've got your new info. You've done your best to clean up the events of this morning. What are the... And you guys want to do anything in your cell before we kind of fast forward to yard time? Yeah, I feel anyone... like while these guys were, you know, discussing and having the, the where's my glasses fiesta. Sure. Um, <laughs> I feel like Salash would definitely be investigating the actual cell to see how the gas comes in. Yeah. Um, and if there's a way to plug those holes or what's up. Okay. And I, you guys had mentioned trying to get a short rest as well. Is that something? I think that's still on the table. Yeah. That, yes. Sure. So we, I think we have time to do that before the noon hour hits. Mm-hmm. So let's let's resolve that right quick. You guys get your your hour. You get your short rest. If anyone wants to roll up some hit die, feel free. You've also got a couple items you might want to take a little peek sees at now that you've got an hour to do so. That's how it works, right? Yeah, you guys, we got a fancy wand. Oh, you got a yeah. wand. And Slash yeah. wants to try the prosthetic arm on. The prosthetic, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure, let's talk about all these magic items then. You want just, uh, you want it all? You want it all? Let's give it all to I you. I want it okay. The wand, I'll give you guys some handouts here in a sec. The wand, though, is a wand of magic detection. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Pretty handy dandy. Wand of magic detection. It's got three charges, and you can use one of those charges in action to cast detect magic, and it regains 1d3 expended charges every day at dawn. So there's your handout for that. Whoever takes that. You also, sitting here with it for an hour, realize that Rainer's bone saw has got some stuff going on to it. This is a nice fucking weapon. Oh. If you realize, yeah, sitting here with it for a while. It's it's versatile, so it can do 1d6 slashing one-handed or 1d8 if you use it with two hands. But more importantly, if you attune to this magic weapon, you will get a plus two bonus to your attack and damage rolls. It's got to be cursed. And (laughs) you get advantage on medicine checks. Ooh. While wielding Rainer's bone saw. And it's a simple weapon? And it's simple. Not even considered martial. Simple, versatile weapon. And finally, the prosthetics. Uh, Yeah, that arm will absolutely attach itself to your body if you want to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and you regain use of an arm. Like, it's like you've always had this thing. Uh, so you now have two arms again. One of them is a prosthetic, but that probably makes you happy. You hated your old body. Now you oh, got yeah. a fucking fancy prosthetic arm. Plus, now you can, like, Mr. Potato Head it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does require an action to Mr. Potato Head it. Uh, this thing cannot be removed against your will. Uh, no one can pull this arm off of oh. you except you. Uh, but as an action, you can totally take your arm off if you want. If you die, though, it just automatically like detaches. 
but there's no no funny business. No one can take your arm off. I can put my arm back on. You can't. So yeah. play safe. Oh wow. I don't know. We have like another couple arms in there and a leg. You do have it's another fine. prosthetic arm and another uh, and a prosthetic leg. If yeah, if Slash is sick of some more of his meat, be like, hey, bro, let's uh. <laughs> Let's cut off another arm and a leg. <laughs> if Tess loses an arm, we're putting leg on there, and she's gonna kick for days. There you go, <laughs> kick puncher. Uh, so there's all your fancy loot, and then you want to kind of take a look at the room. Give me investigation to see if you yes. can come up with uh, natural twenty. Nat twenty um, with my investigation minus stress is a twenty-two. Okay, uh, with a twenty-two. You unfortunately don't find any device that really you think would release gas, which kind of tells you, I mean, you do, you're confident in how thorough you were. So that kind of tells you your best guess now is that, you know, the elf and the half elf still fell asleep. So this is probably not the gas itself, probably not magical, but its appearance might be caused by a magical effect. In other words, maybe a spell is summoning up non-magical gas. Is essentially mm. what's going on. Mm. The spell is called Jumping Jack Flash. It's a gas, gas, gas. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I've yep. just been emotionally hurt, okay? They're not going to be great. <laughs> Still don't get pity laughs, though. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Not in this harsh room. That's it. Uh, so short rest... Figure that out about the gas. You got about 30 minutes before yard time if anyone wants to do anything in particular. I really want to attune to that bone saw, but I know I shouldn't. Yeah, Merlin's also, he's kind of got the same idea. I mean, if if anyone else is too scared to wield that thing, I'm sure it'd make a great secondary weapon. It's a nice bone saw. Yeah. Lustra, you can keep a hold of the bag of holding. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Can't say I never offered anything to you. Um, ah, I, ah, I want that phone saw. Take it. Then freaking oh. take it. I do into it. Wield it. Wield it. Oh my god. No, oh, I'm gonna. It's gonna kill me. That I'm is gonna... the very same bone saw that left me armless. I would like to start a tuning to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you tune. Yeah, over the course of the hour, you tune to the bone saw. Good work. <laughs> Good work. When it takes the other one miles, this is your fault. <laughs> uh, it's okay, so I've first got a spare. <laughs> first big fancy magic weapon. An advantage on medicine checks too. And it matches his shirt right now. For those who can't see. Yes, the cue card does match oh, his shirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, I thought it's I'm not a like shirt a- of bone saws. I was confused because his t-shirt says Old El Paso on it. I know. It's, <laughs> I was like, what? It's a taco saw? It's a taco? What? Such a sick shirt, by the way. I kind of want it Thank so you. bad. Yeah. It's a nice shirt. <laughs> that's not blood. That's, that's salsa. <laughs> 12 o'clock shows up. Ain't nobody comes to your door Uh-oh. to give you yard time. You can absolutely hear all the shuffling. There's a lot of people. Getting let out of their cells, going to yard time. Do Your door want, is not opened. Do we want to try the, like, episode seven tactic of just try to blend in like we own the place? Or actually, before we try that, Looster would just like to listen. Just 
in, listen intently on uh, the shuffling. Do I hear the other like people in the cells talking to each other, or can I glean that these guys have been, you know, mind banged? Uh, it's you know it's a little bit of both. I mean, yeah, people are talking to each other, but most of the time the conversations make no sense whatsoever, right? It's just. So maybe we're not going upstairs with the rest of them, probably because maybe we're just... I have a feeling that whatever happened to Van Richten happened to the rest of them. So when it comes to their intelligence being low enough, they're able to go upstairs. And since we are maybe still have our faculties, we're still stuck in here. Well, then why am I not upstairs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Based on that reason. Yeah, the logic doesn't check out there. Merlin should be playing volleyball. (laughs) I'm missing out. It's very stupid. I mean, mean, to be fair, you know, Heinfroth didn't do anything to Slash, you know, when he was... Well, I mean, in terms of, you know, draining his intelligence, his mass intellect. (laughs) um, uh, But it does stand to reason why we would be down here if, if that's the case, though. Well, I'm just saying that maybe it has to do with capability. We're we're still too capable to be left at yard time, maybe. Oh, wow. This is too capable? Jeez. Yeah. That, that I says mean, something. We also murdered someone in the hallway, and they definitely know about it. And yeah. we've broken out twice, and we yeah. also checked out the surveillance room and all that stuff. I'd call that yard time for good behavior. <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> time's usually good behavior thing that's yeah, true <laughs> who knows you've definitely done all kinds of stuff that it's hard to hard to assume that they haven't seen any of it uh but I mean, what do you guys what do you guys think you still thinking you've got a lot of conflicting thoughts slash's friend and and van richten himself kind of both of the Epistolash's little friend wants to stay the night. So does Salash. And so does Salash. And Van Richten, you know, while it wasn't, he wasn't really coming from a perspective of we need to stay another night. He was coming from a perspective of you better fucking be ready when we hit the go button. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really stand anything to gain by staying up is basically what I'm saying. Well, even then, yeah, I mean, we also found yourself. out that we also found out that Heinfroth sleeps from 11 till 7 or something. Right, so if anything, yard time tomorrow is probably the best time to do anything. So yeah. we might have to try to have to survive another night here. Yeah, well, I'm. Ah, it, it's difficult for this side of the table to make decisions because we get everything back after a short rest. So, like, after a short rest, Tess is one hundred percent good to go. Um, so as much as I, I hate the idea of going onto that table. Like, I feel like it, it would be optimal for Merlin or Tess to get taken if we stay a night, but cause Salash didn't get a long rest. If he doesn't get another one, it's going to be, I don't know, man. I, well, you, you put up a good point, but like I said, you know, it's, it's, I would rather have one of the spellcasters be down and have our other spells back up. You know, so at least that way we have some healing around, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, Slash is would be useless, but I mean, he's not exactly a DPS engine anyway. We have multiple sources of healing. They can't take all of us at the same time. That is I, a nice little party mechanic you guys have going on. A lot of you have at least one little healing spell going for you. Should I think everybody, is it everyone but 
Merlin who has healing capabilities. I think so. Merlin has yeah. second. Oh. Merlin has second wind. Yeah, I, that's true. right. Yeah. Tess has a potion of healing. Oh, there you <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> so. I mean, we wanted to take a long rest because we were weak, but then we fought against it because we didn't have enough information. I feel like we have enough information and we now know what to expect so we can prepare ourselves accordingly. But with the amount of stuff that we'll get back by having a long rest, then we actually have a plan to get out or at least the semblance of one. That might be our best course of action. Yeah. I, there's there's no good answer out of this, but I feel like this is the best of the bad answers. Yeah, I'm I gotta agree with that. Like especially like we're moving tomorrow night regardless. Like there there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. May as well have as many resources available as possible. Us staying up or avoiding a long rest at this juncture, you know, it, it, it's not worth it in my mind. Uh, yeah. I I just don't want us. I don't want to stay another night. Like, yeah, but what, what? What? Okay, so we what we entertain that then we're uh, fucked. No, we're I mean we're, we're 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 gonna stay another night. I just don't want to. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah, be salty no about it. Yeah, no, well, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a pick your poison kind of moment. But yeah, I don't think there's any wrong answers. And also, it's not like Van Richten's, you know, getting out of here easy too, right? We have to, there's some logistical stuff going on with that guy. We got to figure out how, how we're going to get him out because he All can't right. walk very good. It's true. Mm. Have to find his glasses to begin with. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Who knows where it'll go from there. Can we just tape it to his face? <laughs> and he still won't still, know. Yeah, he still won't realize. Have you seen my roll of masking tape? <laughs> It's oh, on your man. face, sir. Oh, thank you. What a fucked up situation to be in, though, eh? To yeah. so drain that you... It almost sounds like the best course of action is to subject yourself to possibly having your arm cut off tonight. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's That's true. your best option. So good. Well, if... Uh, it sounds like that's the route you guys are going towards. Yeah, I think it is. We'll, I fast, think so. we'll fast forward to uh, to supper time. Six o'clock hits. People get uh, taken back down into their cells. From The volleyball games are all over and everyone comes back downstairs. You're fed dinner through the little food hole. Chicken pot pie, Merlin. Chicken pot Ooh. pie. <laughs> Ooh. I'll take it. Yeah. Mm. No, no hard tack for you. I'm still thinking chicken man. Right. Oh, who knows? no. who knows what's in that chicken pot <laughs> pie? Soylent chicken pot pie. They're nice though. Little individual size chicken pot pie. <laughs> Still no utensils though, so you're gonna have to shove your fingers into the boiling hot filling ah. of the chicken pot pie. All right. Well, damn. Or you can torture. Okay. Slash is just gonna take the prosthetic arm and make a scoop with the hand and just feed himself that. Oh, way there you go. Arm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So you're Mr. Potato Head he again? He lucked out. Yeah, basically. Hell yeah. Mm, and of mm, course, mm. put away the prosthetic once he's done with it, of course. Can't let them know that, you know, he's got this prosthetic. Man. Yeah. It's possible. Jailbreak in the morning. Oh, this is getting exciting. Dinner time goes by, though. You guys still sticking to this plan? <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any going, you know, going back now. We're, <laughs> we're right. in it for the night. Just quick question. How many saving throws do I have to make against the gas to have time to cut off Salash's other arm oh. while he's asleep? <laughs> oh. How good was that bone saw? Yeah, really. Oh, you do have the bone saw, don't you? Yeah. We can find out here soon if you want. Ah. <sighs> you guys no, are sticking to it, though, eh? Long rest. Yeah. 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 Hope yeah. for the best. Yep. Hope most of you get. 
rested up and you have a better chance of success in your escape attempts tomorrow. Oh, man. Oh, man. Eight o'clock comes rolling around. The gas starts pouring into your cell and someone's going to have to break out a D100. But let's just find out who it is next week. Oh, Oh, my God. God. That's sort of Damocles. (laughs) Uh, If it's Slash again, I'm going to be fucked. It's going to be amazing. 